Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Hey, Dave Boswell here with my wife, Melina Boswell, founders of New Wealth Advisors Club. And today on our, our podcast, we've got a really, really cool um, couple with us, uh, John and Celine. And, and we want to take some time and go through like a journey. And it's really, it has been a journey and one that I know Melina and I find really special and that um, I really kind of live in the American dream. And it's alive and well. And we're going to spend some time this morning really encouraging those of you that are listening about how the American dream really is um, still possible. And um, these guys have, have just got a, a tremendous story. And I know um, John is from the UK. Yes. Uh, the yes. UK. And Celine? From Mexico. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a diverse couple we got here. Right? Yeah. yeah. My favorite part. Yeah. My favorite part is Celine's Spanglish as a British accent. <laughs> Never heard it before. I tell them it's, it's the best. It's so great. We, we find ourselves we're like doing that with John all the time. He, he yeah. always laughs about yeah. like how everybody starts adapting to his accent. So move over to my house and you'll start talking <laughs> like him. <laughs> so, um, what I wanted to do is is I wanted to be able to let everybody listening kind of hear about you know your guys's. I mean, how did you find New Wealth Advisors Club and what even drew you to that? And you know you you have such diverse backgrounds and how you came together is is crazy and how you found us is crazy and and i think we we, we just kind of want to kind of want to chat about that if that's cool with you guys absolutely yeah yeah, yeah of course. cool so why don't you why don't you start john so how, tell us about your journey here to the u.s so i mean i've been in the u.s now for about 15 years uh come over as a summer soccer coach um i was on a three-month summer soccer coaching vacation and came over to california didn't really know what i was looking at doing and, you know, how it would all work. And eventually, you know, just fell in love with California. No way. Fell in love with the, you know, the weather, staying away from the rainy, cold English English weather and, you know, decided to stay and and make this home. So when you talk about being a soccer coach, you know, I think about soccer, like taking my kids to, you know, AYSO and like at the field. But you're talking about like professional level type soccer coach coming out to, to the U.S. and... and like really some competitive soccer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, at first I started as a, you know, as a, a recreational summer camp coach, you know, just, you know, somewhere for kids to go during the summer, you know, during uh, school vacations, parents would drop them off for three, six hours and, you know, kind of almost like a glorified babysitter. <laughs> but, um, you know, eventually I got more involved in the, in, in the more competitive club, club soccer leading to, you know, a, a lot more time traveling, being more involved in, you know, helping kids prepare to get to college and go off and hopefully play college soccer. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so so you're here, you're hanging out for a few months, summer, you got hooked on, obviously, the, the weather and, mm -hmm. and in and out, of course. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> in and out. So, yeah, what a cool thing, right? So... You've been 15 years now, so you meet Celine somewhere in between there. How how does that happen? Yeah, Celine and I met uh, just over six years ago. Okay. Um, I was living in Redland. Celine was living and working in Upland, and uh, we met at Victoria Gardens. Um, that was the, the first time we got together and and went for coffee together at Victoria Gardens, and 
pretty much, you know, we fell in love very quickly, um, got married uh, just over five years ago now, and uh, settled down and started to build a, a life together. Okay, awesome. And, and Celine, you'd say you fell in love right away with John too, obviously. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> so given that, what were you doing at the time, Celine? You, you came here from Mexico. Yes. How long had you been here? Uh, I've been here for six years, yes. Um, and I came here uh, just looking to provide for my kids. I was a single mom, um, and I came uh, start working as a nanny. So when actually I met John, that's what I was doing. Um, and uh, that was four months after I came to, to the U.S. Um, so yes, like John said, we, we married five years ago, and we were working three jobs by by then mm. when when we find you guys um <laughs> and that was like a very funny story the way that we actually end up right <laughs> calling uh, the club uh, and everything um i don't know if you want to talk about that John. we'll, we'll get there just so i want to back up a second so, so you're here for a few months four months and you meet a guy from the uk from the uk <laughs> with a lovely accent <laughs> so you fell in love with his accent yes <laughs> And I remember you telling different stories at different times saying your English was not as... Oh, well, you, you can tell. My English is not great, but it's uh, way better now um, than how it used to be. So it's been obviously an improvement for me. Um, you know, it has to be after six years. <laughs> so back in the day, John didn't understand a word you were saying. Well, and he just said, she's beautiful, I'm in love. <laughs> exactly. Let's just say it like it is. Yeah, he learned all the bad Spanish words. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yes. That's so great. So you guys so you guys settle down, as you say. Now, let's back up to that settling down. So at the time, you're now staying in, in the U.S., John, and... and you, that summer three-month job obviously evolved into, I mean, what was life looking like at that time? Uh, it, well, it involved into a, a full-time job here in the U.S., but it was, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. Um, I, I mean, at first I was literally sleeping on a friend's couch mm. for probably nine months till I was able to make enough money to now rent an apartment and start to kind of pick myself up. But it took some time and, uh, you know, when I met Celine, it was uh, close to seven, eight years of being here. I was still in that stage of just constantly living paycheck to paycheck. I was working two jobs. I was trying to put myself through college at the same time. Mm. And, you know, just always knew I wanted something extra, something different. Got it. So you mentioned being a single mom. So you obviously have a couple of kids at the time. John's trying to provide for himself, sleeping on a couch. How, how are you guys, I mean, you guys get together. How are, how are you making ends meet back then? I mean, things look different today. We'll get to that in a minute. But you know, I just want to kind of hear about, you know, that there's a struggle that took place in order oh, to get you guys yes. where you are today. And I, I want to make sure that we don't, you know, fast forward this so much. Like, oh, I, today I know you guys have had tremendous success and and but that journey is is really what I want people to capture and understand because you guys are a true testament as to what's possible you know with hard work and being around the right people and the right resources and and putting all that together so you're working 
one full-time job? How many? I mean, one, well, one full-time job, one day job, if, if you want to say, and then my evenings and weekends was always filled with coaching. Um, Celine was working pretty much 6.30 in the morning till, well, anything, 6 p.m., 10 p.m. sometimes. As a, as a nanny? As, as, a, as nanny, a nanny, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Which left you <clears throat> to not be able to care for your own children. That was the main thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm very thankful mm -hmm. for the opportunity. Don't take me wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, eventually, it was not enough in the weight of we always try to what's next. Is this the way that we want to live always? Uh, I don't really want to do this all my life. Right, because you're raising somebody else's children. That's exactly what it was yeah. happening. Mm. Yeah. So it's tough for a mom. And a mom exactly, and I was not spending time with my new husband and my three kids. Right. And for me, that's one of the most important things. Right. Well, the idea that you came to the U.S. to create a better life. Absolutely. Right, and then you found yourself working really, really hard and raising somebody else's children. Yes. So, which is, which is incredibly impressive, but also, um, I, I think it's I think it's important because you were willing to take the sacrifice, and as a mom, like I know the sacrifice right. that that must have been a hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's a big big deal. But you didn't you didn't give up. Oh, it wasn't uh, like you said, well, I'm gonna just go back because, right? You still believed somehow, some way in the American dream. I think. Yes, and, and for me, I mean, it's very surreal the way that I always see my life personally. I always find myself incredibly blessed and lucky because um, there is a lot of people that are struggling there, and there is a lot of single moms that are struggling, obviously, but I found the opportunity to actually provide for my kids, and that's, I mean, that for me, it was... A great opportunity and yes when I came here um, it was a struggle because my kids were not with me mm -hmm. so that's the hardest thing that I ever done in my life uh, but uh, they it was a struggle and, and a sacrifice for them and for myself so they understood um, I'm never complained even when when I came and it was not easy the family was a very lovely family um, that you were nannying for. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, but I have I have family that are being here all their life. They live here. Mm -hmm. And they have done nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, with all the respect, you know, mm -hmm. they have done nothing. And I always thought, if you come here, how come you're not taking the opportunities? Mm -hmm. Why you just settle for... I, I will just provide and eat and pay my bills and then I'm good. So I, I believe that that's, that's not me. Mm -hmm. And I'm over blessed because I met John and he is exactly the same way. That's the key. I believe that that's the key. The, the level of commitment that we have to each other and just believe that we're good, but this is not all what we can do. So what else can we can we do so. Oh, that's awesome. That's so great. <laughs> so <clears throat> how on earth do you go from soccer coach, working multiple jobs, soccer coaching? So I remember when I met you, John, like you look like a walking zombie. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, oh, yes. I, I mean, you were talking about like 
getting a couple of hours of sleep a night and you were traveling and you're always gone and I remember even meeting you and and part of my reluctance and even allowing you to come and join the club and really do that was could you guys fit this in in your schedules you know you're working like crazy you're nannying and I mean how do you go from soccer coach and nanny to I mean you know I'm fast forwarding just a bit but I mean here we are a few years later and you guys are now full-time real estate investors I mean that is just mind-blowing I I mean it is crazy when you when you think about you know there's so many people that kind of come and go and and they make a million excuses as to why they can't and so forth and really you guys had a million excuses if you wanted to use them so I you know I give you a tremendous amount of respect for that but you know how how'd you land here well it, it was a struggle you know, Celine and I work in these three jobs, we, but, but we knew we had to do it. You know, we found every possible spare minute, spare 10 minutes, spare hour. You know, we were working till, you know, 10 o'clock at night, every night to try and provide something extra. And, and we were fortunate to, you know, get a little foot in the door, start to find some deals after maybe, so, sorry. What led you guys to... to- even real estate at all. I mean, let's back up to that that oh, portion because yeah. because that's that's an interesting one. I I, I know we we kind of we kind of skipped here, but like, why real estate? I mean, you were looking for something else. I get that, yeah. but you're also, you know, twenty four hours a day is essentially taken up by life and kids and the struggle. So, what led you to find New Wealth Advisors Club and and so forth? Purely by chance. <laughs> Purely completely by chance. Um, I mean, Sleem was. Salim was actually looking for a job for uh, two teenagers. You know, we, we got two teenagers at home and we decided we needed to find them a spare, you know, part-time job. And we saw a sign that said, Investor Seek Students. And Celine called up and said, you know, she left a message and said, hey, I've got two students and I'm looking for a job for them. And, so uh, Such a good mom. Maybe a, maybe a couple of hours later, um, a young guy called and started talking to Celine and just so happened she, she, she wasn't working that afternoon. She was in the kitchen, she's cooking, we've got kids doing homework, screaming, shouting, and she's trying to juggle the phone at the same time. And the, the, the guy she was speaking to, she said, one second. And she literally just threw the phone at me and said, John, I need you to speak to this person. I've no idea what it's about. I, I was lost on the uh, probably first minute after he was talking. <laughs> the English was too much for me. I don't know what is he saying. <laughs> So I, I, I just ended up speaking to, you know, somebody who was part of the club and we got talking about things and it, it was really, it was a bizarre conversation because I'd completely forgot that 10 years ago I'd bought this infomercial pack from, you know, late night, uh, real estate investing, <laughs> learn to buy houses with no, no money, money, no, no credit. credit. <laughs> and Never heard that one before. You know, I, I, I don't remember how much I paid for this box, but it, it turned up one day and it was maybe like three, three feet by three feet with 100 <laughs> DVDs and 100 bucks. And I literally opened it, saw all the material and, Closed it, stuck it in the closet, and when I moved house, I think it ended up in the trash can. Mm-hmm. So wow. I, I know at some stage I'd had some thought about real estate. Mm-hmm. Sure. Some idea of how does that work? Mm-hmm. Or um, insomnia one night. Yeah, insomnia <laughs> one night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so suddenly finding myself speaking to somebody about real estate, and I, I think actually trying to remember back, the conversation was less about real estate and just more about personal goals. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it you want for yourself? What is it you want for your future? What is it you want for your family? Mm. You know, how dedicated are you? How hardworking are you? Mm. 
And they're all the values that we have. Right. Celine and I, I mean, we were in that stage of working three jobs. It was what we needed financially to survive every month. Right. Mm. You know, just to get by. Right. So. I remember the first night that I met you, uh, when you guys came to one of our introductions, and afterward you came up to me and you said, um, introduced yourselves, and I just remember... I thought you were the cutest things I'd ever seen, mm. and um, <laughs> and then I, and then you were telling me you were trying to buy a house oh, and you yes. wanted to buy a house yeah. yourselves, and that was really what you were thinking, you know. That was where you were, you said if if you can just teach us how we can buy a house, and you you shared that you had been putting offers yeah. on properties and kept on getting outbid. Yes, by, by investors, investors. By cash investors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said to you, stick with me and you'll never pay full price for a house. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. we remember that. <laughs> yeah, so I remember that, what Melina just saying, because we actually used to say when we were overbid on the houses, <clears throat> I'm sorry, that we were trying to buy and the investors get it, and we were, can you just give us a chance, only one? <laughs> so when we saw the opportunity, oh, my gosh, actually, can we be that? <laughs> They're doing good. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys, so you come out, originally it was, okay, I want to be able to, to find ourselves a house, right? Yes. And then we kind of, we over time, we got a, a little, got to know you guys a little bit better, dive in a little bit deeper, and I remember your initial goal was to get Celine home. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and and there was a target, right? Because one of the things that we we teach is like you got to have a target, you got to have a goal, you got to have mm -hmm. something to know that you're trying to you know ultimately get to, and then what what was that? And so I remember back in the day you had mentioned something to the effect of if I make X, what was I thirty grand? Thirty grand. Thirty thousand so was our goal to say, well, you know, if we could make thirty thousand dollars in a year, then Celine would be able to quit her job giving her the time that she wanted with the family, with the kids in the morning, being able to make breakfast, all that stuff. Mm. And we said, well, 30 grand would pay for her salary, plus we would be able to enjoy a family vacation. Oh, that's and, awesome. And that was, you know, very simple for us, but just enough to, to do what we needed to do. I'm so just curious. I know this is... I just am curious. Um, when you guys came to the, um, to the initial training mm -hmm. and... I know that it was it was like learning another language, right? Oh, completely. Yes. So at what point, I, mean, I don't know if you can identify this or not, but at what point did you realize, wow, we could probably do this? Do you know? I mean, it wasn't through the first training. You know, we attended some additional training. I, I mean, for Celine and I, we spent a lot of time being very confused. Mm. You know, I, I we joke about it. Celine was elbowing me saying... John, what are they saying? What are they saying? <laughs> and I'm saying, shush, I'm trying to listen. I don't know. Just, you know. And that was a language barrier, but also the how far out of our debt we were in the way of being green to real estate. Yeah, no experience at we, all. You know, never even bought our own house. We didn't understand any terminology. You know, we thought a short sale meant that it went fast. You know, it was quick. And, you know, that's, so it, it's, that's how little we knew about real estate. So, I mean, it... So you didn't believe it right away? Oh, no. I mean, it took us a long time to believe it. And, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a skeptical person, but there was something about our introduction meeting that just made us feel incredibly comfortable, mm -hmm. you know? And we looked at each other in the introduction and said, we need to do this. Don't know why, but we need to do this. And that's why we, you know, we move forward with it. And it's just remarkable in that, you know, mm -hmm. 
like it's going back to you had every excuse, everything you could possibly. I mean, I could write a hundred of them for you right now, and yet something told you guys, let's you know, let's stay the course and. Maybe just because you didn't understand what you're getting yourself maybe, into maybe. just yet. I don't know. <laughs> but so we, we, we're moving on. And so you get plugged in. And one of the things that we do inside the club or what we, what we preach or practice is that you know, you've got to repeat. Like we have training every mm-hmm. month. We have training sometimes every week. You know, lots and lots of different trainings that are going on. And we really stress, you know, one of the things that Melina and I both say is that, you know, until you can teach a class, Yep. Right. You need to be in class. Yes. And so, you know, one of the benefits of the club is that, you know, there's no additional charges or investment or anything. It's just we just want you to make it a priority in your life to do that. So you're working multiple jobs. You're still nannying. Yeah. And you're still finding time to get yourselves to class as often as you can possibly get there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, in three years, I must have attended Melina's class 20 times yeah. got, got something new from it every single time and yeah. we we built our focus around what we knew we needed to do we we made the time we made the effort you know yeah. we, we were at the club on a saturday night at nine ten o'clock at night right having already had a crazy week and you know maybe even i've just driven 200 miles for a, a soccer game yeah but still we're focused on and, and and for me that was a big thing the club got us in a position to say you need to be focused. If right. you focus on what it is you want to do, you can achieve your goals. And you're surrounded by the type of people who are regularly achieving those types of goals. Well, we were there with you at absolutely. 9 o'clock at Saturday uh, yeah, night or absolutely. 10 o'clock, whatever it was. That, that does make a difference. It, it wasn't does. you trying to do it on your own. Yeah, right? it wasn't like you were sitting there watching a, right. a webinar or something all by yourself right. You know, at your house. It was actually being in class doing you know, the activity, being around the people that are doing it. I know you guys hit it off. We we had talked to um, Mike Vaness a few weeks back, and um, we spent some time talking to him. I know you guys gravitated to Mike, and, and really Mike kind of took you under his wing, and it was a cool story for us And that, you know, the the student become the coach, becomes a mentor, and, you know, Mike's obviously an integral part of, of what's going on. But you were able to accomplish that $30,000 goal and, Ultimately, Celine, you were able to leave that job. Oh, yeah. I, I've been doing this full-time for two years now. Two years. Two years. <laughs> and we've been doing this for three. So, so I it took you about a year. A year. To make that, make that $30,000 $30, that you needed to be able to walk away from, from that job. Absolutely, yeah. You know, that's, that's just awesome. I mean, think about making an extra $30,000 you know, is is remarkable. On top of, you have very little time, right? So, yeah. so you had to obviously leverage that time by utilizing, you know, resources in the club, other people, so forth, right? So that so we get through there, and then what was your next goal? Your next goal was well, the next goal was for me to quit my jobs, you know, because Celine was able to quit hers after, you know, within the first year, and I was still working my two jobs. Right. I mean, I've been I've been receiving a paycheck since I was 16 years old. Mm. Never not had a paycheck. Yeah. Right. So the That's goal a scary of transition. The, the the goal of trying to work for ourselves. You know, we love to spend time together. We love to work together. It has its challenges. You know, as a couple relationship working. Sure. You know, but at the same time, we really want to do that. And being able to quit our, you know, my two jobs was then the next goal. 
So, you know, a little bit more with three kids at home, all the bills, all that stuff. So we wanted that security. And, sure. you know, then suddenly we, we hit a momentum that we never could never have appreciated what was going to happen. Got it. So that momentum, that's a, that's a really um, a key thing. And I know, I know you hit on this a lot, honey, when you're teaching class and so forth. And, you know, about, you know, in, in business. So in the very beginning, and Lena and I would say this going back to when we started this, we didn't know what we didn't know. Yeah. Right? Kind of like where you guys were at. You didn't know what you didn't know. And but we told you, hey, stay the course, stay plugged in, stay committed. And Lena's, you know, constantly saying activity, Produces results. There you go. So the activity produces a result, right? And we got to be able to measure that that activity, look at the results, and then adjust for that. And and you guys are a, a prime example of that because when you mentioned momentum, yep. you know, I want everybody to hear that the momentum didn't come overnight, right? It it took time. I found ten minutes here. I found an hour here. I did whatever I had to do to get that going. I didn't know the momentum was coming. Yeah. Right. I want everybody to really hear that. Like I didn't know that that was coming, but I stayed the course. I copied what I saw being emulated all around me. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, our club has literally you know hundreds of examples of people doing this type of thing, and so you stayed the course. You're able to quit your job. That freed up your time. Certainly freed up your mind. Right. Because now you're being mom, which is what you're ultimately driven to do, right? That's what your whole goal. Right. You left your kids behind to provide for your family and being able to get your kids here. And, and you know, I can, I can see your, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's emotional. And it, it's, it's awesome, you know? Um, you're able to, to leave that. John's then able to... You know, the second job, because that's the next stress in the family, right, is because you're still gone all the time. Still gone all the time. Still working, you know, nine to five every day and then working evenings and weekends on the coaching. You know, I made a decision to quit coaching. We yeah. were in a financial position that said, well, maybe I just quit one job right now. Right. And uh, that was, you know, just after the, just after the new year. Mm. And uh, we then just decided to say, well... What would it really look like? What do we need to now get to that next stage? Mm. And then that was when, you know, we, we did a, a great fix and flip, uh, partnering with Mike Van Ness. You know, suddenly we made we made that 70, over 70,000 bucks on one single deal, uh. which <laughs> we were able to share with Mike. And there was our... You know, going back to when we first met at uh, the introduction, and we were talking about goals, and thirty thousand a year would change our life. And suddenly, we've we've closed one deal worth more than that. Mm. That was for Selena and I. That was really that first real surreal time. It was oh my goodness, I'm holding. So was it. that when you believed? <laughs> I believed a little bit earlier, <laughs> but but that was the real game changes suddenly you're you're holding a year's salary in in your hand Mm. from one deal now as Melina will always say just go do it again right go find the next one and we were already searching we were already finding we're already working on other deals so it was you know that's that's when we really believed yeah you know that's it it is definitely when it changed our life and I was now able to go full-time and John, and, share that a little bit, if you would, because it wasn't easy for you to make that decision. To the the, the part time job, 
right? Getting rid of that one was pretty simple for you to let go of, but yeah. it was the main job. The day job. Yeah, the day job. It was it the, was not easy. The day job that's been, I mean, that was a company I've worked for since I came to yeah. the country. And, yeah. you know, they were great supporting my visa and I had a, you know, a lot of, you know, respect for the company as well. So yes. it, it was kind of bittersweet because I enjoy soccer. You know, right. that, that was my life and I enjoy soccer. But at the same time, Celine and I knew the potential of what we could achieve if we were both able to go full time and all guns blazing in this business. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so it was literally just a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had to have a conversation. We did have a conversation, and it, it's. <laughs> And until you fully experience, you know, being part of the club and being part of what it means to have friends and family around you, you know, I, I, I don't know how much we even shared with you, Dave, but we, Celine and I had just got into a massive argument about work and stress and this, and we saw Melina and we went and sat with Melina and had a 30-minute conversation and the next minute I walked out and said, that's it, I'm quitting my job. Mm. That's what I need to do. That's where I'm going to relieve the stress in our life to be able to focus on this business. Wow. And that's... I, I was mean. able to share... Um, it was it was very similar to you quitting the tax practice, to mm. you retiring from the tax practice. And that was actually how I shared it because I remember the stress that it was creating for you. Right. And I think, you know, as men, you're, you're automatically driven to want to make sure that you have that security. For sure. You want to provide and you want to protect. And that's a lot what was happening for John. Sure. And so that, that job represented, he, he believed some sort of security. That's what he thought. Uh, but in the back, but what was really happening was that he was miserable. Mm. Celine was totally all in, ready to go. She had full faith that they could they could do this full time. John did as well, but he, in the back of his mind, was holding on to that little bit of a security blanket. Oh, I it, totally it, can identify. Exactly, sure. which is for exactly sure. why I shared, um, you know, our story, and I, I explained to John how the tax practice, the security blanket, sure. quote, <laughs> right. was really making you miserable. It was like strangling you. Oh, gosh. And that's yeah. what was happening with John. It was yeah. strangling him because he could not um, ever be all in. Right. And so the stress of that was creating a lot of a, a lot of tension between them. And when we walked through their finances, you know, they had hit all of their goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then the, then the realization of, oh, shoot, it's really not a security blanket. It's actually chains. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> you an know? anchor it, holding you back. It's an anchor, yes. Yeah. And so I just shared how you... Yeah, that, I mean, that was exactly... Really, I mean, 15 years as, as, you know, doing taxes and being an enrolled agent and having you know, 500 clients. And I can, I, I even get that sense of like, like when you said loyalty to the mm -hmm. company, yes. you know, I was loyal to my clients. You know, my clients were the ones who gave me the opportunity to have that security of, of growing this practice from zero clients to 500 a year that you're serving. And, and really it was killing me inside and, and, you know, it was affecting who I was as a person, you know, because I'm working, you know, during the tax season from what essentially starts, you know, before Christmas, you get geared up for it. And then it doesn't end until, you know, May and then corporate extensions come into the end of the year. And I remember Melina and I sitting there and we're like, what would this look like? You know, we're doing real estate and we're doing well, but what would it look like if I just let that go? Like, what could our time look like? And I, I just remember... As soon as we did that, it was. I went to the doctor. 
a doctor actually read a, ran a blood panel and they told me, my doctor told me, I'll bet you 10 to 1, you'll have a massive heart attack in the next 10 years and you'll die. And I said, geez, like that's pretty, um, that's pretty serious. And she says, you have to relieve this stress that's happening in your life. And I'm like, but, but I'm loyal and I'm committed and I want to provide for my family. And then Lane and I went at home and I said, okay. Um, I think I maybe said I was <clears throat> going to go to Idaho the next tax season if you decided to do it again. <laughs> she's going to be gone for a quarter. I would be gone for the quarter. I would be with the grandkids in Idaho. I think that's how it went, actually. And so, yeah, I was, there was this, do I sell the practice? Do I, if you sell it, I got to work in it. I got to do all this stuff. I'm like, no, you know what? I just got to, I just got to let it go. And I sent all my clients a, you know, basically a, a thanks, thanks for, all your years, but um, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. And, you know, I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in chance. You know, things happen for a reason. And, and the very next week, we sign a deal that, I mean, gosh, sometime we got to spend some time going through that. That yeah. is just a remarkable story. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah we, signed, we, we signed a deal that um, ultimately we closed six months, maybe seven months later, a complete rehab that we did that um, I would have never been able to take on um, during the tax, it was just been impossible. And, you know, that was over a hundred thousand dollar deal. And we looked back and said that one deal paid for that entire tax season and I'm healthy yeah. and I feel good and I can be a husband and I can be dad and heck I'm grandpa too. So, um, <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> crazy as that sounds to say sometimes. I still get a little, how am I a grandpa at 25 years old? I don't know. <laughs> so um, the math doesn't work. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I, um, I can totally relate. And yet, you know, I've watched two of you that I can remember very first times looking at you guys. And I, I had my own doubts. I mean, I'll be very, very honest with you. I had my own doubts. Like, you know, can, can you really do this? Can can you find the time? And one of the things Melina and I, you know, we, we kind of pride ourselves on is like, let's do the best that we can for whoever co shows up. Like, let's give them the best coaching that we can based on their circumstances, you know. And there was no reason I could tell you guys no because in the face of every possible excuse and objection you could come up with, it was, no, we have to do this. Like, we can't work the way we're working. And I can totally relate because... I could see you having that massive heart attack at some point and or, yes. Yes. you know, and or unfortunately, you know, when we work so much, we put so much pressure, it's, you know, it leads to so many struggles in a marriage that we ultimately end up growing apart from one another. And, you know, I mean, heck, here we are sitting here. We just went on vacation together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. You know, and I think, you, weren't you guys on vacation like just before that? We yes. just two two vacations in the same month. Yeah, we just and we three vacations in the same year because we just went to New York. On oh, we did. We went, to, we went to New York in March, and then we went to Cancun, um, just recently, and then off to the river with you guys. And it's been uh, the most amazing year. More for us. more vacations than I've had in five years. So, wow. Yes. And I think back to that VIP lunch. And you saying, yeah. when we asked you, what was the number? And you said 30000 because that would allow two things, Celine to quit her job yeah. and you guys to have a family vacation. Family vacation. And look at... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so surreal. That's so awesome. And Celine, I understand you so much more three years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so with that, hey, you know, I, I just want to say thank you guys for coming down today and, uh, um, and hanging out with to, us. I actually and... wanted to just, I just wanted to say something. I guess we're closing up now, yeah? No, you, honey, okay, you're, you just, are in control 100%. Well, as we were sitting here today um, thinking, you know, just listening to your story, and I was thinking um, about about the two of you, and I was thinking that, I don't know if you realize this, but statistically speaking, every single odd is against you. Do yes. you know that? That all the statistics are stacked against you. Number one, because you're married. So married married people automatically, we don't, you know, marriages don't stand up. Number two, you're a blended family. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Blended families have an even higher rate of divorce. Number three, you are in business together. We know what you're talking about. <laughs> right? So, yes. I mean, all of those things are all statistics. And then let's just top it off with you are not, you, you guys are immigrants. Yep. Yes. You were not born in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So you guys are, you have so many statistics. All the stats are, are against you. Yep. There's no good reason, right? I mean, I could reason why um, you should never be where you are today. And so I just, I really want to, like, commend you for overcoming all those obstacles. Like, those are huge. Most people can't stand up to one of those. Sure. Most people fail in their marriage, let alone blended family, let alone being business owners, in business together, and coming to the United States and learning what it means to be an American, right? Learning Another our language, a completely different culture, a completely yeah. different language. You know, it makes you really extraordinary people. And so I just want to acknowledge that. I was thinking about that, like, holy cow. Like, I wonder what this, like, you guys probably had like a, I'll bet you, you could probably figure it out, babe, because you're so smart with numbers, <laughs> right? Like, I'll bet you the statistics, I'll bet you statistically speaking, you're probably in, I'll bet you, you're like, a, you know, 10% chances that you should be sitting where you are today. Right, just based on the general, you know, whatever. who knows what the number is? I, I don't just know, know what that it it's. Is. I just know that it's and, remarkable. And, and for it us, it's it's not something that we sit back and think about like that because right. the struggles that we have had have been real struggles. Right. But for us to be able to surround ourselves with people like yourself, David Molina, you know, our mentors, Mike, you know, other people within the club who have also had some of those struggles before. And being able to relate to them and listen to their stories, their journeys, and for all the different areas that you talk about, you know, marriage, business together, <laughs> we've been able to, without, in a counseling center, we've been able to be counseled through and mentored through all these different areas. Mm -hmm. And that for us is, I've never really sat back and thought about statistically how, how much we should be struggling. Because... We kind of have, but we haven't at the same time because we've had that support. And mm. for us, you know, to say thank you to yourselves, to Mike, to the club, to everybody that's been involved in our success. I mean, for us, we're only where we are because of, yes, because of our hard work, mm. but because we were able to surround ourselves with the right people in the first place. That's something that, yeah, for me, it was very important to say. Um, Yes, like John said, we don't think about the numbers and the statistics, I'm sorry, that are not um, on our favor. But yes, we are very aware that the only and the only one reason why we are here um, feeling the way that we feel because it's, it's, there is no words to express how thankful we are because that's that's the way that we live now we live in a lot of thankful um 
And it's because because you guys, and and I'm not talking necessarily about new Wealth Advisors Club, that's an office. But what you find inside of the office, the environment, the way that you are being able to co- coach us, uh, mentor us, not only uh, at the financial and business-wise, it's been so personal. You, Melina, are being helping us so much in our marriage in the way of when we are having this struggle as the couple that works together and we are not wanting to do it anymore, mm-hmm. you help us to see the light because we want to, to be doing this always. Uh, but we rather to be husband and wife, right. happy husband and That's wife right. than, yes. you know, just be partners and lose the marriage. And you, you guys help us to find that balance. Mm-hmm. And that's, there is no way that you can appreciate that enough. So we are so blessed. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to follow that up other than to say thank you to you guys because you're what makes this all worthwhile. That's right. You're, you're what, you know, Melina and I, we talk about all the time about how the club adds pressure and stress and different things to our lives. And, you know, we could we could close up the office and go home and do real estate on our own and we could make money and that'd be fine. And then we realized that, um, you know, we definitely have a higher calling in life and that is to be able to have short stories like this because um, it makes it all worthwhile. I mean, it just makes it all worthwhile. Like, I'll, I'll be happy to I'll be listening to this in my car in the next <laughs> few weeks multiple times and just to reflect sometimes when I maybe I'm not having a good day and I'm not in the space of gratitude and thankfulness, I can stop and and really reflect on that. So I just appreciate your guys' honesty and your transparency and yeah. and um, your your time this morning with us. So with that, um, honey, your voice made it. It did. <laughs> I know it sounds a little scratchy at times. Well, that was vacation and having a good time That's and right. all that good stuff. So. With that, we will um, we'll catch all of you guys and those here listening. Uh, look us up. Come down. Come down. And say hi to John and Celine one day. They're just a, a fantastic couple, and um, you know if you ever get a chance to work with them, um, you'd be blessed as well. So Absolutely. with that, we are flipping off and flipping out. <laughs> See ya.